This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, I, I just wanted to say kind of a brief thank you. Uh, I don't know how long and rambling this will go, but I, I'm going to be in Montreal Tuesday through Saturday for the Montreal Comedy Festival uh, for on the New Faces show. For those of you who don't know, um, this is, and most of you probably don't, this is like an inside comedy thing. It's the largest comedy festival in the world. Every year they have this New Faces show where, you know, people from all over the country, comics from all over the country go and do this show. And they're considered up-and-coming people or whatever. I don't even know what they're considered. They're the new people. Um, so I have auditioned for this event probably the last four years. And I'm doing it now, which is very exciting. And a lot of that is uh, thanks to you guys. You know, it's uh, it's very cool what's happening. I was in D.C. and meeting the people uh, that listen. Um, and I kind of always thought, you know, I do think that I, when I go on stage and do stand-up, I'm trying to, you know, I'm not trying. I'm trying to be myself. Um, but I, what I've noticed is a lot of you guys are, you know, if you guys had done stand-up, I think these are the th- same topics and ideas that maybe you guys would want to talk about or want to hear about. So I do feel like it's uh, I'm going and kind of representing you guys as listeners and fans of this, and I, I do feel that way and take a lot of pride in that. So I do want to thank you and say you know how appreciative I am for listening because you don't understand this, but there are people you know in comedy that they can't believe how successful and what this is, and they know about it, but they've never listened. They just know that people listen. And, you know, when you have, you know, people that support you and that enjoy what you're saying, that can't be denied. So it's very cool to be able to go. If you're in the area, I'd love to have you there and be able to meet you um, in Montreal. But uh, I just wanted to say thank you, and I'm excited, and that's it. Enjoy the show. Hey, guys. Awesome episode today. We talk about hooking up with a friend's sibling, an ex that's coming to a wedding, and what to do on your road trip. Check it out, share it, enjoy. Train Jared Freed coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Stand Up New York Labs, where every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, thank you for telling a friend. Thank you. And, and the Snapchats and Twitter tweets and DMs and whatever, what haves yous are really feathering my nuts. It is such an amazing experience to hear from you, the listeners, and all the guys and girls that are listening together on road trips and in class, in summer school, at their internships, and wherever you're coming from, I love getting brought into your world. Where you are, I'm JTrain56 on Snapchat, at Jared Freed on Instagram, JTrain56 on Twitter. It's It feathers... This podcaster's nuts. Mm. It feels like you're taking out a giant 10-foot eagle's feather, an American bald eagle feather, Mm. and just grazing that seam on the nutsack. Yeah. Love it. And it's it's just an amazing thing. Um, Very cool. And listen, on that note, keep telling your friends. Keep pushing the word. Keep, keep, keep. Tell one friend. Go right now. Press pause. Tell a friend. J Train Podcast. Hey, I listen to this guy. His name's Papa JT. He wants to help you out. 
wants to give you that hour of your day. Get rid of the uh, the weirds. Get rid of your own thoughts. Let let Papa Jay be your thoughts. <laughs> okay. Um, and listen, we just got back from D.C. Uh, I met so many. It was uh, it boiled my beans really to meet all the listeners. Uh, I did shows at the Kennedy Center. There were so many people that people couldn't get into the show. We did a second show. I and if you did get turned away from the first one, I apologize. And hopefully, we can come back to D.C. and figure out a way to do a whole weekend. But, um, and we did a live podcast and I don't know where it's going to be played or how it's going to be played. It's a fuck. It's going to be on the stream and it's a fun fucking episode with people that came out and were laughing, having fun, getting into it. And, uh, it's cool just to see, uh, it's weird. It feels like a lot of you guys are, 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 it's just, it's like meeting old friends when you guys come to shows and come to podcast, David. So it's very cool. Uh, let's get to today's guest. I'm very excited. Uh, I've known him for a while. It's such a funny comic. Richie Redding, thank you for coming on. Yeah, dude. Thanks for having me. A pleasure to have you. I was blown away by I was watching the clock. 28 second hello. Well. Not uh, for the kids. I know. Well, oh, listen. Are you shooting for 30? March to a minute. Hashtag March to a minute. We're trying to get to, you know, over 30 has been, we've been over 30. We got over the 30 second hump. But, um, you know, listen. Uh, it's you a gotta Monday. Get, you got to get your yoga on, dude. I know. I, I want to get. One of these days, we're gonna gotcha. really blow away. You know, you know I when know they some have like world... exercises. We Do can you? Go. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, you know how like they'll have the world record, and then someone will break it by like like a like a mile. Yeah. I feel like we're gonna have one of those days. We're gonna get to forty seconds, and it's gonna be like you know we're we're all gonna cheer and pop champagne, and you know fireworks gonna go off. It's gonna be like you know it's gonna be like a Spanish barbecue in here. So <laughs> I, I I think it's gonna be great. But I I, I appreciate. Listen, all of you need to get involved with Richie. So funny. Great comic. At Richie Redding on Twitter and Instagram. At Richie Redding on Twitter and Instagram. Also, you have a podcast. And we just taped it downstairs. Yes, yes we did. And it's, it's called War Stories. And it comes out the same day as this one, Tuesdays. Explain to the listeners War Stories. It's War Stories uh, with Richie Redding. Comics telling effed up stories. It's uh, For the most part, it's like being in the car with the comic. It's stories that we usually kind of only tell each other on mm-hmm. road trips. Um, it's all kinds of sex getting arrested, drug stories. Uh, you just got half an hour of uh, of college stories out of me. Well, dude, I gotta say, for the listeners at home, you went to Penn. I did, and you were the coxswain for the rowing team. Yeah, I was the little spider monkey that uh, that steers boats, and everybody thinks says row, row, row. That's what I thought. I didn't but, know we yeah. got into it. We got into some coxswain, you know, yeah. tales. Yeah, I. Uh, and there's a whole language to it. It felt like you got a movie on your hands. I've got to tell you. Uh, yeah, I think there, th- there's only been like a couple of rowing movies, and they're so bad. There's one where it's uh, Ro- Oxford Blues with Rob Lowe. Okay, and, like he like has beef with some dude, so he's like in a jeans jacket and and, <laughs> and, and like leather pants, and he fucking jumps in a boat Let's and rows him row. Back. Yeah, so we're, we're trying <laughs> to avoid that. But, uh... I think, dude, there's something. There's class wars here. There's rowing. There's sport. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh. You got you got something, I think. Yeah, there I, could be something there. I, I, I think you're there. But uh, yep. at Richie Redding, War Stories of the Podcast. Uh, let's get to the emails. We'll get right into let's it. Let's do this um, thing. It's, it's Monday. Um, I'm, I, I think we're going to tape. We'll do it afterwards. But I'm going to be in Montreal starting tomorrow. Um, and I think we're going to do like a little thank you to the listeners for that in the beginning we'll explain what's going on but i'm going to montreal the montreal comedy festival and congrats on that, that thank is, you very for, exciting for, for your audience that doesn't know that is a very big deal it's a, it's like kind of like a, it's an insider industry it's a thing it's, it's a, a nice trophy. little trophy mm-hmm. um i'm very excited to do it um i'm going to impart the my thanks at the beginning of this so i'm sure you've already heard it at this point but uh um yeah i'm excited so tuesday to saturday i'm going to be in Mon- if anyone's in montreal i know we have a lot of toronto people and that's not the same city. Toronto. So, <laughs> Toronto? Yeah. Toronto? Yeah, that you got to cut that last T off. It's not Toronto. It's Toronto. T- Toronto. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but I don't know if we have Montreal people. So if you're out there, come to the festival. I'll be there. So doing the New Faces shows, and I'm also going to be on the uh, Kevin Hart LOL taping. So come on out. Um, let's get to the emails. You ready? Yeah. Richie Redding, at Richie Redding. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter, this is the lo- the first one I open is the longest email <laughs> I've ever fucking seen, <laughs> and it's it's six thousand words. And I like the title; that's the problem. The second email is even longer. 
What was the title of the first one? Sex Sister versus Ex-Girlfriend Cage Match. Mm. Should I try to get the secretary at my internship read first? <laughs> Dude. Uh, let's do this. Should I try one. to get the secretary at my internship? I mean, it's long. Yeah. We'll get to it. Let's get into it. Ball and chain <laughs> or enjoy my senior year? Mm-hmm. Do you have a girlfriend in college? Uh, I had a... Are you, were you coxswain or were you cockin? <laughs> My uh, only my <laughs> senior year did I uh, did I have a girlfriend? Okay, actually. and yeah. only your senior year. Yeah, long time listener, first time emailer, needs some serious Jewish wisdom. By the way, if you don't make it in comedy, you for sure have a future in sales. I bought like half the shit you advertise just because of how <laughs> you would promote it. Thank you, man. I know the audience. I have a feeling I you know I'm telling you doing these shows. It's you, like meeting like you moving a lot of flashlights. Yeah, I'm moving. I'm moving. <laughs> moving product. Uh, all right, now to my ordeal. I'm twenty year old, twenty one year old rising senior, and I've been hooking up exclusively for about six months with a nineteen year old rising sophomore. She's basically my girlfriend. Basically, your girlfriend means she's your fucking girlfriend. I like rising sophomore. Yeah. also. <laughs> it's all. <laughs> I, uh, this, I I just don't. I I it's. It's one of these things. If you have, if you would be afraid to see this person at a bar after avoiding them for a month, that's your girlfriend. Yeah. Right? Wouldn't that be the rule? She's a 778. We have a rating system here on the podcast. Face, body, personality. Okay? It's the area code method. Okay. So 778, she's strong. Nothing insane, but I really like the girl. Here's the problem. I live in a college town where the bar scene is pretty much the only thing seniors do, similar to Penn State. It's basically impossible to get into these bars with a a fake ID. I like this girl, and I can see a long-time relationship happening, but I feel like there won't be that uh, that much fun for us to do together unless we go to some shitty house party. I also don't want to miss out on going to the bars with all my close buddies and chicks. The thought of this girl uh, hooking up with someone else makes me want to vomit, but at oh, the same time, your girlfriend, I want to hook up with other girls and enjoy the bar scene. <laughs> oh, really? Is that what you want to do? Yeah, I want some cake and I want to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> what should I do? Thanks for the advice. Keep up the good shit. This podcast has helped me get uh, out of a ton of sticky situations. I mean, what do you think? I mean, what's her self-confidence level? Like, can you pull off having a uh, a two fifteen a.m. girlfriend? It doesn't sound like that's where this is at. Yeah, I mean, the thing if that he, if that, he can get ten to two by himself, he's styling. Yeah, I mean, I hear where he's at. The senior year girlfriend, I did it. I had a girlfriend mm-hmm. senior year of college, and I mean, looking back, was it a? Mis- I don't think of it as a mistake. That's the life I had and i'm here today because of that life you know so like i don't really look back at things like that i think if you're heading in and being if i'm gonna like college is kind of this like what it's turned into it's kind of like this fuck pit (laughs) (laughs) you know like everyone at college it kind of feels like the you know what the the good thing about college and the bad thing about college is that like everyone knows kind of the deal you know, and mm-hmm. I think um, the more lightly you take the fuck scene, the better you're going to have time you're going to have in that scene. Right. If you're sitting there and you're like, and you look at this girl and be like, hey, this is getting close. If you're perfectly honest with people and you're cool with how you're going to be honest with them, all this shit comes back around. Like, I know you like this girl and she's great. Why? There is a possibility for you to be like, Hey, we've had a good time. Um, I'm not looking to be serious. I just want to let you know that, and I know that hurts to tell you, but I think I just want to have fun this senior year, and I don't want to get caught in a position where I have to text someone all night from a bar. And she's going to look at you and be mad, but then she's going to go and hook up, and then she's going to be around. I think you're still going to be able to hook up with her, too. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying in the senior year of things, it's kind of like what's going to happen senior year of college and happen with like me and my, my friends and I is that... Everyone kind of knows each other to a point of like, you're all kind of like brothers and sisters and girls are really ready to graduate. Guys are really not. Yeah. And the girls are kind of like looking at you and being like, and like there's younger girls for you to go after. And the girls your age are like, know your antics and shenanigans at this point. Well, I mean, he's already going after a rising sophomore. This is what I'm saying. So I think when he goes back, but the hookup scene with your girls your age is done in the cloak of night. Like, there's that, like, 
hey, we're here, you're here, never thought of this before. Yeah. You know, I think everyone's just kind of like getting it out of the system because there's this whole thing in your last year of college where it's like, reality's coming next year. Oh, yeah, there's like one for the road. You know, there's basically. a one for the yeah. road with everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, ah, listen, it's New Year's, it's New Year's, kiss everybody. You know, it's just like, let's all exchange fluid before we get out of here. And the reality is, you're going to graduate college and the party doesn't really end that much. The party gets way better it's after getting, college because you're actually going to have money. And you're going to have money. You're going to be and you're going to be around different people. Now you have a whole new crop of people that don't know you as you know Johnny Sixpack. Now they know you yeah. as as uh, they don't you know, know that you shit yourself. Robbie Rose. <laughs> yeah, they don't know you shit yourself. Now you're now you're a little higher class individual. Yeah. Still going out on Sundays, getting weird. So I'm saying to this guy. Be casual about it and be open about your casualness. If you look her in the eye and you say, hey, I'm having a good time with you, but I'm just letting you know I'm not looking for growth. Like, just get out in front of it. Instead of letting this go, you know, you're in the summertime. You can send her a text being like, hey, what is the plan for when we're getting back? And she'll be like, what? She'll be like, I'm not asking for anything. Yeah, I know, but I'm just making sure we're on the same page. Yeah, she and might not think be as gung-ho as you think. And not as gung-ho, but she'll, every girl plays that, well, I'm not saying anything. I know you're not saying anything, but I know what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. It's like when a girl, like when I when I end things with a girl who's 29, she's like, and I'm like, hey, listen, I'm not looking to get married. She's like, well, I'm not asking for marriage. She's like, yeah, but I know what you're going to want. Yeah. At some point with somebody. Right, right And I'm right, just right, letting right, you know, right. this isn't going to be me. So for these girls, you can say, hey, I'm looking to have a fun senior year, and that fun includes you. But it also is going to include some other weirdos. Yeah. And I just don't want to get in a position where I'm constantly here's – the, here's the message you said. I don't want – especially older guy, younger girl, bar on the way. I don't want to get in a position where I'm constantly disappointing you by not being there as a good boyfriend. So I would rather us be cool than get into this deep thing where we're angry This is solid advice from the J train right here, kids. I bring it, man. Yeah, I don't mean, think? The, yeah, the honesty thing is is definitely big. That like because I, mean, the, I, I was like thirty before I realized like if you oh, get you in front just, of shit, you can just like say from the jump, I don't want to be in a relationship. But with the asterisks that, especially as girls get older, what what we're saying is, hey, I don't want to be in a relationship, and what they hear is, I don't want to be in a relationship yet now. But what yeah. we mean is, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. Yes, and it's all. I mean, we're all leaving out words at a certain point. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can only be so honest. Yeah, you know, it's like what you don't say. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm not ready for a relationship, and I want to fuck a lot of people. Is really what you're leading leaving out. And but I think for him, if you're leading into senior year, and you're like, listen, I got this girl that's something a rising senior, a rising senior with a rising <laughs> sophomore, and you're saying, looking at this girl, going, she's great, I'm great, but I'm looking to not be an asshole to someone. And it was seven, yeah, seven, I mean, eight. Seven, seven, eight. Yeah, but he's going to find, you know, that's the whole thing. Nah. Senior year is about five, five, threes and four, four, fives and oh, yeah. set, nine, nine, nines. And you you want to go all over the calculator. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Richie Redding, at Richie Redding, on Twitter and Instagram. War Stories, the podcast, every Tuesday, along with this one every Tuesday. Newly, let's do bro road trip advice. We did a road trip one. My train, my my four, my best friends and I are driving over 20 hours to attend a music <laughs> festival in August. I know you're not a big music festival guy. I am not. But I know you love having a good time with the bros. How can we get laid and also have the most fun on this entire trip, including the drive? Oof. What's your, you got good that- road trips? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I definitely, I, I put in my time, uh, I've, I've done road trips to Canada with the bros, yep. and also to Florida. Okay. Uh, get some Adderall. Addy. Uh, drugs in the trunk. Sure. That's, uh, that's number one. Okay. <laughs> I, listen, that's, uh, uh, that's good guy- advice, I guess. <laughs> yeah, four guys is definitely better than five. You're not gonna have knees touching yeah, or anything no, like that. Yeah, no bitch seat. Um, road trip definitely can go bad though. It only takes one bad <coughs> apple. Well, it's to... him and four best friends, so it is Wait. five. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now... somebody sit in middle seat. Yeah, the, that's the first seat of resentment. I once went on a road trip with a bunch of buddies, and, and my one buddy called middle seat all trip. Really? So he took it the whole trip. That man's a hero. And he was like, middle seat. I got it. 
And it ended that's up being what, fun. That's what I hated about because I was always the smallest guy in the crew, so mm. it was always like Redding sitting bitch. Like, yeah, nah, yeah, nah, yeah. Nah, 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 <laughs> You're not getting that front seat. <laughs> I'm, I'm driving. You're like, no, I, I'm driving, or I can go front seat and I'll push it up all the way. Yeah, you can get that good back seat spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think for any road trip, um, it's about the weird. And hear me out here. Make your stops. Make good weird stops. Fun stops. TV, uh, TV, uh, what's it called? Uh, TV food, food roadmap. Shelby, can you look this up? TV show food map. There's like a app that you can find all the, the restaurants that Guy Fieri has been to. Okay. Check out Atlas Obscura if you want. What's Atlas Obscura? What's that? Atlas Obscura. It's just weird shit. Okay, and it finds like, where you can find it. Like and there's stuff? a there's a it has stuff in New York. It's amazing stuff to do, but it's like there's a uh, there's a place in like Soho. Mm. It's, it's just somebody. It's it's a townhouse, but it's waist deep in sand. It's just okay. <laughs> like, yeah, and, and it's shit all that like kind that. of weird shit. When that, you're like, with your buddies, it's stops. gonna be stupid. Yeah. And Shelby, what's the name of it? TV food maps. TV food maps. I mean, eating brings us together in mm-hmm. no way than that nothing else can. I will say this also. I did a trip, road trip to Columbus with a bunch of buddies for mm-hmm. the Penn State football game when I was in college. And we had one dude that was like, the, before the trip, he was like, I will do any physical challenge that you guys can think of. Oh. And during the trip, we were like, we were challenging him to drink milk. We challenged him, you know, like drink a you know, quarter, you know, gallon of milk. We challenged him, you know, we're challenging him. I don't want to be shit. in the car with a dude that just drank well, a gallon of milk. Well, we would always, but it became this thing, and we were just like throwing money into a hat uh, and just betting all day on stupid shit. So get somebody, I would just always make stupid bets side along bets the are side big. bets. Side bets are definitely um, big. The other thing is we, <laughs> is is just keep the bets coming. And it's like you get one dude that signs up for it and he is game. And it's like that keeps a ride going because then you're discussing it the whole time. Also, I mean, every trip I go on, we do the make out before five rule. Go you could make out we would, a buddy would always bet me if I could make out before five with a chick. Oh, the, twenty bucks. Oh, the uh, just uh, before yeah, night because we have yeah we have the hookup thing too. Definitely a, a good uh, move. Well, we don't know what their lodging situation is. Yeah, but uh, the the Jersey roll was always like no matter no matter who you meet during the night, it's like oh man, my friends are all gone. Mm. Fuck! I gotta crash with you. That's always <laughs> that's always a strong move. That's a good way to get into somebody's bed. Ah, oh, you know, I, I just there's nowhere else to go. Yeah, you gonna make a person sleep outside? Well, no, it's like the old. Can I just crash on your couch? Yeah, oh, yeah. And then like you're on the and couch, like oh, there's a bar in the couch. I gotta <laughs> I gotta come sleep with you. I gotta sleep. Yeah, we'll put pillows in between. It's like ah, uh, you know what? I get really afraid if I'm not cuddling. Yeah. Another strong uh, dirtbag rule is don't wear undies. You know Don't know why. Um, because if you're like just randomly hooking up, if you're on the couch and you pull the like, oh my jeans are killing me. My, you know, I got a <laughs> bone over the jeans. Dude, that's it's, a ridiculous it, rule. It's absolutely. I don't want to give that one out. I'm giving it. No, it's I a, don't want to give that out. That's a no. that is a dirtbag move. It's a, oh it's man, total I don't like sleeping bag. in my jeans. Wait a minute, where'd my underwear go? <laughs> no. Oh, no, it's like, in the wash. I totally forgot. For, no, for the uh, like making out that like you know then the jeans come off. She thinks you're going down to undies. All of a sudden, bam, you're naked. <laughs> okay. it's, it's it is dirtbag advice. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Richie Redding at Richie Redding on Twitter and Instagram. Did you play a lot of uh like you won't eat blank for money in college? We did um we used to have pledges do like races. Mm-hmm. Like food races and stuff. Like we did a breakfast race once. Mm-hmm. See how many like links, sausage links we could eat. Oof, that's tough. Um, we would do like you know carry the egg, you know like just stupid. Okay. Like literally, you know we had people just at our disposal. We had one dude that used to make guys get on his bar and do gargoyles. <laughs> so he'd like pose like a yeah. gargoyle, and he would just be there all day posing like a gargoyle. We played a lot of You Won't Eat Blank. That You Won't Eat Blank. Uh, yeah, like uh, chug a bottle of balsamic vinegar uh, for, for X amount of money. 
I mean, <laughs> uh, the, the the most aggressive one that I saw was my best friend actually did it or attempted it. Mm. It was like a frat house size jam- jar of mayonnaise. Oh mayonnaise, like, that's that's brutal. That could kill yeah, you. Yeah, like the size of like a fire hydrant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know those ones, like the Cisco uh, brand ones. There, yeah, there was like six hundred bucks on the table oh. for him to try to eat the whole goddamn jar of mayonnaise it was a no- <laughs> like i've never seen somebody incapacitated by food like that Ooh. and it was perfectly timed so that it was like do- it was during pledging so that there was a sorority that had sent their girls to like serenade our house yeah and it's this old you know 150 year old house and they're like mid serenade on the lawn and a window goes open and this dude in a suit just, rah, just <laughs> throws up curling mayonnaise. <laughs> All the girls running away like yeah. it's a it's a fucking horror movie. <laughs> it's like Ghostbusters He's when the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man blows up. Oh. And he uh we had we had pledges like take him home and uh and we I, I lived with him and we got home, we rigged up a jar of mayonnaise so that he, he woke up in the morning. He's like, I actually don't feel that bad. That's the worst and he opened his door and there's mayonnaise dangling there Ugh. straight to hurling. Yeah, it it's making me like sick right now. I, I don't know. I was always like an overweight guy. So like that's the worst part about being overweight that any eating competition like, well, you're in. It's like, that doesn't mean <laughs> you're fat. Uh, yeah. Like I'm a marathoner, not a sprinter. Right. You know, like, it's like <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is insane. I spread my calories around, pal. A- ex-girlfriend and a wedding. J Train, esteemed guest, and Mr. 666, classic Shelb. It's giving you the shout out, Shelby. <laughs> that classic man samp and a classic Shelb. I'm a couple years post grad and just got to save the date in the mail for a friend of mine getting married next year. She's a year older than me. We met for my freshman year, her sophomore year. We were close all throughout college, but since graduation, it's just Snapchats, but I haven't seen each other in a few years. Here's the dilemma I dated her sorority little my senior year. Uh, after my friend graduated. When we started dating, the friend said, when you break up, I'm not taking sides. Year and a half later, lo and behold, we had a messy breakup. She broke up with me over a phone call. I accused her of cheating on me, and she started dating someone else two weeks after we broke up. Sounds like you were right. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't seen each other since, but I'm 99% sure she also got to save the date and is probably going to the wedding party. My question What's the play, assuming I go to the wedding? I'm single, but I'm, am I bringing a date? Do I just try to have one conversation with the ex, rip the band-aid off, and briefly catch up? Uh, do I try and hook up with someone else other than other bridesmaid? The ship has sailed on the ex. Or will they, that likely be too much drama? Any thoughts are appreciated. What do you think? Three words. High-class escort. High-class. <laughs> <laughs> Hire yourself a 10, buddy. Yeah, there you go. go. Kick some dirt. Just, yeah, no one will no, notice. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, uh, escorts are like wigs. Everyone is looking. Yeah. You know, everyone's saying nothing, but everyone's looking. Right, yeah, try to pull off I was once at a show, I did a show in Connecticut, and it was at a casino, and I looked down, and in the front row, there's this older guy, and he's with this, like, bombshell. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking down and being like, what is the deal here? Because as a comic, you can just say what everyone's oh, thinking. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I, and I remember the, the, es- the woman just looks at me, and she goes... Do not even ask. And I was like, oh. And the whole crowd just like died because it was like this yeah. moment of like, yeah, I'm at work too. <laughs> right. You know? Like I am on the job. Yeah. You and I are Trust both. Trust me, paid. bro. Yeah. I know. <laughs> what do you think you should do? It's um I mean, definitely if you can bring a date, bring the date. Really? Oh, for sure. Like I, I mean, th- did it sound like there's I didn't hear much chance of like I'm probably gonna hook up with her, right? Well, I I don't think hooking I think hooking up with her is beyond is no. Yeah, it's no, a, it's a no. You're not hooking up with her. So, it, it, I I live in the world where if you're not date if you're not exclusive with someone, you don't bring a date to a wedding. But I thought he had a plus one in there. He right? does. Mm-hmm. I think the plus one is like one of those things. that's like if you have a pocket ace of a date, is what I'm saying. Like if if there's somebody that you can bring that's fun and, and well, and I hot. think if you're I I disagree on like I think it's kind of a dick move to the people whose wedding it is to bring someone that you're not even like like deaf like it's I wasn't not your even girlfriend. thinking about them. I'm just thinking about the. I know. The I hear you. I think yeah. I think you have to play a lot of personalities when you go to a wedding. I, and I've said this on the podcast before. Don't bring a date if you're not in a relationship. If you're with somebody, because there's a couple things. If you're with somebody, then you know that you can leave that person and they're going to be okay on their own. 
Fair so enough. now you're going to be the fr- you're coming to a wedding to be fun for the couple that invited you. You you're, there is expectations on a wedding guest. I, I don't like this idea that you're just going to a wedding to be on vacation. Mm-hmm. You're there to work too. Yeah, you got to. You're there it. to be on the dance floor. You're there to be cool and be fun. I'll give you the, that. The, the, the you couple that. getting married needs their crew to be as fun as they expect them to be. Yeah. So if you're invited to the wedding and you bring someone that you're kind of, kind of seeing haven't fucked yet, then it's like you're. On the you're clock, working with, on you're them. working on yeah. that girl instead of working on being the most fun wedding guest you can be. Yeah. No. So you're kind of fucking your friends. I'm thinking you only bring it like it's the pocket ace. If it's somebody that you know is is dope, it's got to be girlfriend or very close to it. Okay. To me, and I think for this guy with the ex, when you go to a wedding, it's not about hooking up with the ex unless you guys have hooked up recently. Yeah, that's not on the table. That's not on the table. If you're going after the ex, you're you're eliminating so many fun possibilities, and you're going to be miserable because now when you go for an ex at a wedding, you're repeating getting turned down. There's a chance yeah. that you're repeating the breakup at right. a wedding where you're supposed to be fun again. Well, and there is a lot of loose tail at a wedding, too. This I, is wasn't the taking, other, I wasn't taking that into account. This is the I, other I, thing. I, I've definitely had more fun at weddings by, by going solo. Yes. In, in hindsight, yeah. What's, what's, what's easier to drive, the motorcycle on its own or the one with the sidecar? Ooh. It's the motorcycle on its own. You could do wheelies. Did you think of that on the spot? Right on the spot. Buddy. This is why it's the J Train podcast. That's at J Train. <laughs> J Train podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> J Train podcast at gmail.com. I'm just saying, you want to go in there, you know, free and loose and ready to have fun. That's yes. your job as a wedding guest. Free, loose, fun. And that's your only job for the whole night. If you bring someone, you change my mind on this. But I'm saying, yeah. if you bring someone that you kind of, you're looking. If you're there to hook up, and you're not like, if you're at a wedding to hook up, you've already done it wrong. Yeah. You're at a wedding to dance. That's it. You're at a wedding to dance, and then that hookup will come. Because here's the other thing that's going on: there are girls that are going that want to meet guys. And vice versa. Well, they also just watched a wedding ceremony and they want to kill themselves. It, it, well, even that, like, I totally understand that that like vibe. More importantly, they're at a wedding of their friend who they trust and love. True. That they know that they trust and love you too. So mm-hmm. you're already referred just by being at the wedding. You have been referred as a good guy or girl. So if you're at, so whatever the, and if you're attracted, there you go. Mm-hmm. Done. Mm-hmm. They've written a good bio for you, and now they've swiped your face right. So this guy, the only move is you wait till the wedding. You see her. The biggest hello you've ever given someone. Great to see you. How's everything? You go right into the storm, and you fucking hug the storm. And you say, how's everything been? Great to see you. So much fun. I, it's like, it's uh, you know, it's so cool that she's getting married. Uh, all this stuff, you catch up at the wedding, at the cocktail hour, or even as you're waiting to go into the church or the synagogue, whatever it is. You're saying full catch up or just that interaction? Full catch up at the wedding. Okay. First time you make eyes, you make eyes, and then those eyes are you reeling her in mm-hmm. like a fish. And then you just say what's up, and you just bring it. And then after that, all of it's gone. The minute this, this, hellos, we've been talking a lot about greetings lately and annoying, like you know, like big hard fist pumps. Mm-hmm. Nothing is better. No relationship starts better than a strong hello and remembering someone's name. Yeah. And then beyond that, all that weirdness is gone. Nothing feels worse than fuck. I can't say this guy's name because I'm not sure of it. Because then it changes your whole, you're all tight on every conversation. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, do they know that I keep calling a man bro bud? You know? <laughs> hey, like, hey, sport. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Richie Redding. At Richie Redding on Twitter and Instagram. War Stories, the podcast, every Tuesday. Sleeping with my bestie's older brother. Okay. Hoo-ray! Okay. Hello, Jared. Loyal lady listener here. Classic Shelb. Cue the music.
Big fan of the podcast. Showed it to my roommate a couple months ago, and now most of the time we make a point to listen together. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We may or may not use it as an excuse to drink an entire bottle of wine on a Tuesday night. <laughs> uh, totes preach. But enough foreplay. And let me get down, put down the feather because I have a problem I would love to hear your opinion on. So I want to hook up with my best friend's older brother. Again. I'm a little hard. Uh, Here's a little backstory. I'm 21. He's 24. My best friend and I have been friends for over 10 years. So she's known her since 11. So I've always been around her and her family. Last weekend, her brother decided to have a party at their parents' house for his birthday. My friend asked me to come as it was going to be all his friends and she wouldn't know a lot of people. So of course I went. Turns out she knew more people than she thought and I ended up hanging out alone most of the night. It was really late. Most of the people at the party left or passed out, including my friend. That's when her brother came and sat beside me on the upstairs couch. Oh, what an upstanding guy. (laughs) Put on some porn music, Shelby. Do we got any porn? I I think I like where this is going. Little J Train Theater. Oh, yeah. We got the porn music. Love it. It was really late. Most of the people at the party left or passed out, mm-hmm. including my friend. Mm-hmm. That's when my brother... That's that's when her brother came and sat beside me on the upstairs couch. What's up, girl? He asked if I was having fun. You having fun? Said he saw me hanging out by myself. Thought mm-hmm. he'd come and talk to me. You look lonely. And that's when he leaned in mm-hmm. and kissed me. That's right. I would say I was kind of weirded out by it. But really, you can't tell me that you haven't thought about hooking up with a friend's sibling. Mm. Kinda wrong. But so right. But so hot. So hot. Am I right? Or am I right? Anyways, that's when things started to get, um, touchy. And feely. The next day, he texted me for coming to his party, thanking me for coming to his party, and asked if I wanted to go for coffee or drink sometime. I know that's right. I thought maybe we both just drunk. We were both. I thought maybe we both just drunk, and we would never speak of it again. But his text said otherwise. Mm. I probably shouldn't, but we did meet for coffee. Figured it was more casual than drinks, and we should talk about what happened. Or not. But I had a really nice time, and it was a very date-like. We didn't really even talk about what happened at the party. Told you. All I talked about was his hard dick. No, I'm, I'm just <clears throat> mad living. I felt right. I haven't told my friend anything yet, but I wouldn't mind seeing him again. He's really great, and we actually have a lot in common. Plus, he's a good kisser. Yeah, let's go to Starbucks and fuck some. Let's end the J-Train Theater. That was very nice. Fun. It's funny that that porno ended in the least porny way. <laughs> he's really great, and we actually have a lot in common, but he's a good kisser. Plus, he's a good... I haven't talked to him since, so should I go for it? How should I play this, Mr. Train? Should I tell my friend and see what she says? Or should I forget about it? He's my best friend's brother. I don't want to make her upset, mad at me or him. At least uncomfortable. Or at least uncomfortable. Thank you so much for the help, even if this doesn't matter. Uh, wishing man sap all the best. Going to miss him. So, what do you think? Uh, how old are they again? She's 21, he's 24. Yeah, it's, it's like in the age-appropriate wheelhouse. Um, I love this, like, attitude she has, and it's, a, it's an attitude that you hear from a lot of girls where it's, like, this, like, naivete that he hasn't been thinking of hooking up with her forever. Since, yeah, since they were 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since he, he's masturbated to her so many weird times in his life. <laughs> right, he's And all, over the course of time. He's all over your Instagram. Yeah, like yeah. the idea, oh, he just sat next to me and like, I should have been weirded out, but I wasn't. Just admit to the thought that like, yeah, this was fucking hot. Yeah. Of course this was. I feel like it's a different situation when it's your girlfriend's brother like you know your friend girl's brother the relationship's as, different as opposed to your your boy's sister yeah yeah, yeah I feel yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah, a very different I, thing and which I I I charted into those waters you've done I, this when I was like 32 and okay. she was 30 and it was one of my best friends and, and how did you handle it um it was like it was that exact situation. It was a, a New Year's Eve party, and we all and like we were the last two up, and wound up hooking up. And then it was like, well, I guess I got to talk to Billy, you know, and and did. It was like, 
yeah, I don't want you to think I'm dogging your sister or anything, but we hooked up and like we're gonna hang out. Yeah, I think, and and, and he was like, dude, yeah, thanks for telling me. Yeah, you're grown ass people. This is this is the thing, and I think uh, she's younger, so you know we don't know exactly how you know if if the friend isn't very mature, mm-hmm. she might have a weird reaction, but you hook. The way this happened is totally natural. Yeah. The brother went for you. It's not like you, like, set a trap and, you know, like, made this happen. <laughs> yeah. the he's, brother, not, he's not married yeah, or some the, shit. Yeah the, yeah, the brother came to you, made a strong move. You were into it. Wait a second. She was just, she looked lonely on a couch. Lonely on a couch. Could it, and he, when everybody else was fucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, as if this wasn't thought about before. <laughs> but I'm saying to her is you... Nobody likes to feel like the world is happening behind their back. Sure. With anything. So, like, you get that weird moment when you, like, if you find, it's like finding out your breath smells. Mm -hmm. Does everyone know how many people think this about me? Is everyone talking about this? Oh, my God, how long has it been? It's like something in your teeth. Right. You know, if you have a friend that says to you, you got salad in your teeth, and you're like, oh, shit. Okay, you're doing the math in your head. How long has it been I'm, since I I'm ate this salad? I'm definitely the guy that tells people if they got bird shit on their but, head. But this is what I'm saying. Yeah. And people are appreciative. At first, you get that cold shiver. Yeah. Then you start doing the math, and you're like, okay, I ate the salad at 2. It's 2.30. This is a good friend. It's only, who did I see in that time? She's going to do the same salad teeth move. Yeah. She's going to go, okay, it's a little weird. It's my brother, because, you know, siblings don't like to think of each other in that way and she's gonna go okay how long since this party how many people could know um how many days have you and my brother really been and right now the longer it goes the worse it gets yeah the more that shiver gets where she's going uh everyone's talking about and i don't know yeah well it's definitely one of those things if it's like a, a true friend sibling that you have to check your own intentions and like it sounds like she has good intentions. No, like they, not, they really like no, no, each but other. Nothing it, about this sounds bad. Yeah, they're not just hooking up. It's not just like they're, they're, neither one of them are being dirtbags. She even went coffee and, over drinks, yeah, which and, I get. And for a girl, like what would be better than if her like, best friend and her cause, brother? Because they're, they're projecting towards marriage. Of, of course. Like, oh my god, we can be sister in law. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Finally, it's, we can make it official as real sisters it, instead of eleven-year-old sisters. Yeah, it sounds like a win to me. I think you go to the friend, you'd be like, listen, your brother's dick is too big, and I need to get in that. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Just go up to the friend, let her know what's happening. It's a two-hander. And and you say, and we've gotten coffee, and I'm like, listen, I, I, I know this is weird, but like, your brother's, he's been really cool to me. And I kinda wanna see where this goes, and I just wanna make sure I have your, you know, you're cool with this. Yeah. And she's gonna go, of course I'm cool with it, he's my brother, he's the best. I love them. Um, it would be cool if it worked out. But you also have to make a, a promise to your friend, and let's think of this from her angle. You can't include her on every fight that you guys are going to eventually have. Oh, no. You have to treat her with the respect of her being his sister and be like, and don't go away from her, but just like let her, let her not have to deal with your battles that you're going to go through because, you know, relationships just aren't perfect. I'm not, I'm not making a wild prediction to say that at one point this will have a fight. Yeah. So make sure you remember that always she's his sibling and she's going to be in an awkward position at some points. But this is why you're going to her now to like be like, hey, the storm's coming. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> yeah. letting you know. Hey, I'm hooking up and eventually going to break up with your brother. Yeah. So. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Richie Redding at Richie Redding. Let's look at this one. Mm-hmm. Read before July 29th. Okay, we beat that. It's the 24th. Jared, classic Shelbin guest. I have a dilemma. I'm going on a bar crawl in Chicago on the 29th. I met a new girl since my ex, and she's going to be on the crawl. Let's call her Carly. Me and Carly have gone out twice. She's a 788. Recently, I've been in contact, uh, I've been in contact with my ex, a few lighthearted, casual texting combos, and a snap here and there. We ended up somewhat friendly terms two months ago. Uh, after being on and off for two years, I tried to get back with her, but she said no, saying she needed time for herself, see what life has was like without me first. I am pretty sure she's talking to someone new now, but I can't can't tell. We can call her Trisha, 877. 
Mm. So Carly, uh, the new break girl. Break the numbers down for me again. Carly, face, body, personality. Okay. Carly, the new girl, is a 788. Mm-hmm. Trisha, the old girl, is 877. My question. It's toll I free, still baby. want my ex back, but don't want to lead the new girl on while I'm not over the ex. At the same time, I don't want to wait around for my ex and miss a new opportunity to be with someone new. They will both be on the bar crawl with me and my friends. So how do I play it to come out a winner here and not so I end up at the end of the night drunk with two girls pissed off at me? Keep up the good work. Uh, have Man Sample on his guest. Yeah, we'll get him back. No problem. Wow. What, I mean, this, this guy's I'll, really I'll, trying to walk a tightrope. But, yeah, I mean, throw a bar crawl into that. That's, I think I all mean, rules are off on a bar crawl. You're just going to wind up He's hogging. like, listen, I got these hot calls in front of me. Yeah. I want to walk over them. I want to do somersaults over them, and I don't want to get burnt. Right, right, right. It's like, dude, what do you, how do you? I don't know. I, I was never that uh, charming and skillful on a bar crawl myself. This I, is I mean, bad. This is, uh, yeah. I don't know how he wins. Uh, I met a new girl since X, uh, and she's going to be on. Here's, I need a little more information. There's a, there's a way to play it. If new girl is coming as your date on the bar crawl, say goodbye to old girl. Yeah. For now. So, like, if she's coming, this is just like the wedding thing we were talking about. If you bring someone to your world, you have to give them a tour of that planet. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't just bring them to your world and expect it to be them to be okay on their own because that's not to say that she's not an able bodied, you know, emotionally good person. Yeah. I mean, unless this girl it, has a bunch of friends that are coming with her and your friends. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, if, yeah. If, if, let's, let's, situation A is the worst situation where new girl knows nobody. He's invited her on the bar crawl. One of the people on the bar crawl that knows everybody is his ex. And it's like, dude, that means you have a new girlfriend. Yeah. If it's, this new girl is friends with everybody and the ex is friends with everybody. Okay, that's a different ballgame. That's a little bit easier. Then in that situation, you can be totally fun and cool with everybody, but you can do it from the background with your buddies. Yeah. You know, you can kind of play it where it's like you'll go. I do like, you know, I'll do the move where I'll touch and go. Go to one group, chat, like- chat, chat. Funny, funny, oh, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back bounce. to the dude. He's going to bounce around a lot. No matter and then what. I'll go to the next group with the with the old ex. Chat, chat, chat. Funny, funny, funny. Back to the dudes. Right. Refill. But if, but if you hey, I got to get another have, beer. I got to get a shot. You know, if, you're, you're always moving. Right. But if he has custody of new girl, basically, mm-hmm. she is his ward. That's the thing. That's and tough. I, and I think he's got to. It's all about attention level on mm-hmm. this. The way you play it with two girls at one party. There's flirty attention and friend attention. Mm-hmm. You have to make it perfectly clear, and and they're going to notice it. Oh, for sure. They're going to notice it. So you, listen, buddy, you have to be not afraid to lose one to gain the other, but losing one will get you that one in the end. So if we're going to really go grimy on this, you got to give flirty attention to the new girl where you're friend cool. Friend attention to the ex. Friend attention to the ex. So now the new girl, whoever's getting flirty attention doesn't notice friend attention. Whoever's getting friend attention notices the flirty attention. Do we see what I'm saying? Yeah. So if this dude can maintain this strategy for 15 beers, I mean, I'm giving him the play, the, 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 the plays. Yeah. I'm not saying they're easy to achieve. I'm just saying yeah. you give flirty attention to the new girl and she'll be like cloud nine. This guy's giving me attention. He's touching the small of my back. He's buying me drinks. Friend attention She's going to be a little bit disappointed. She's going to be like, why is he asking about work? Yeah. Um, he, why does he keep cheersing me? Yeah. Why does he keep calling me bro? Uh, <laughs> right. You know, but at least you can say in the, if we went to court with this shit, you'd be like, I was, I bought her a bit. Friend attention would be like, he was an asshole to me. And they'd be like, well, why? Well, he wasn't, he was, he was, all he did was buy me one beer and was cool to me. Right. And she'll, and you'll be, and the judge would be like, well, what? That seems like a good person. What do you mean? You haven't hooked up in years. And she'll be like, well, she t- he touched that other girl's back. And he'll be like, he brought yeah, her. but he brought her. Yeah. So in the court of public opinion, she, she can't bring it anywhere. So this is why I'm saying two different attentions, split it up, and that's the only way to go. And what this is going to happen is what, what's going to happen later on, 
You're going to get yelled at over text by the friend attention girl that she's going to notice that someone else was involved. And you say, listen, I'm sorry. I thought we were just cool. And then you being that way later on keeps you in her good graces because it's like she's going to say, she's going to calm down and be like, yeah, he was right. We weren't hooking up. And now he's done with. And then you can always come back and be like, yeah, that was just a hookup at the time and that's over now. Fourth variable is that when you start giving friend attention to the ex, she starts giving flirty attention to somebody else. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta ignore and, and rubbing that in. Ignore. Yeah, and then you're just gonna want to drink boiler makers until you get to blackout city. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Richie Redding here at Richie Redding on Twitter and Instagram. Guys, we are sponsored today. Always a pleasure to be sponsored by my good friends at Harry's. A lot of you send me your Snapchats of you guys buying the Harry's. Let me. There's two Snapchats I get. One feathers my nuts. The other drives me insane. There's the Snapchat that feathers my nuts. It's you opening your Harry's package that just got to you because of the deal we give on this show. Oh, my God. That makes me feel good. I almost shit myself from all the feathering. I lose control of my bowels. Then there's the other one where you're at Target and you take the picture of the Harry's display and I'm thinking, oh no, they're going to buy it at Target and not get the great deal that I'm giving them on the J Train podcast. So don't be a dummy. Use my money. (laughs) Come on. Don't be a dummy. Use my money. Because I'm giving you money. That's what I'm giving you. With this Harry's read. And I love Harry's because two things. You don't have to go to Target anymore. It comes right to your door. And they're spectacular razors. It's a good product that comes to you. Make the delivery guy work for you. That was advice I was given when I was cold calling. People would be like, send out mailers. Because now the mailman works for you. Make the mailman your personal concierge that brings you razors. Harry's is so confident that they're gonna, they're, they're gonna, you're gonna love their blades. They're giving you a free, free, free. Try walking out of Target with one of these things and see what happens. Try doing that. No. Let the delivery man that came for you from Papa JT bring you the Harry's. And they're fantastic razors. I love that they come right to your door. So. They're going to give you a free trial set when you sign up at harrys.com slash jtrain. harrys.com slash jtrain. harrys.com slash jtrain. And just pay $3 for shipping. A vodka soda costs you more. $3 for shipping. Great shave at a fair price. Jeff and Andy... Jeff went to camp with me. I know Jeff. I know his brother, Michael. We go way back. These are good people that you should be supporting. So two ordinary guys fed up with overpriced razors. Go and get this right now. Claim your free trial offer from Harry's today. $13 value for free when you sign up. Just cover $3 shipping. Your free trial set includes a weighted ergonomic razor handle, five precision-engineered blades with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, travel blade cover. To get your free trial set, go to harrys.com slash jtrain, harrys.com slash jtrain. That's harrys.com slash jtrain. Let's get back to the show. What's the word when you're friends with benefits and a relationship? Hmm? What's up, Papa JT? Classic Shelb, an esteemed guest who will give great comedic advice. Female listener, cue the music, Classic Shelb, from the mid... From the Midwest, interning in the city for the summer, so I'm hoping to run into you at Sweet Garden. Feather, feather, feather. I do love Sweet Garden. What a product. Here's my issue. So she's in New York City from the Midwest. I've known a guy. I've known my guy best friend since middle school. We now go to the same college and are both interning in the city this summer, both going to be seniors in college in the fall. Last summer, we hooked up in the first for the first time. Both agreed it was best if we stayed a one-time thing because our friendship was too important. Fast forward to a year later, we've been consistently hooking up. <laughs> the past year. Oh, shit. We talk constantly, have all the same friends, hang out soberly, and go out together. He pays for everything when we go out, and we continue to hook up with 
uh, which makes me think this is more than friends with benefits. He also doesn't hook up with other people, and the only other person he's had sex with ever was his ex-girlfriend, but still can't understand why he continues to act like a boyfriend, but says our relationship is too important to risk. Also, could be an important detail, unsure, but his ex broke his heart when they were friends before they dated, so maybe he's afraid mm. the same thing will happen with me. I'd like to think I'm not delusional and realize when a guy says this, it's usually because he wants to string the girl along without commitment. But I am his best girlfriend, which makes me think he genuinely means this. Am I thinking like a psycho girl, or does he have feelings? P.S. I have indeed gotten three of my friends hooked on the sweet sounds of your NJB self. Nice Jewish boy. Uh, <laughs> keep on doing what you're doing. Sincerely, I'm not like other girls, but I'm also definitely like other girls. P.P.S. Attach a pic from his frat formal in Chicago in case you want a visual. Good-looking couple. Let's see it. Good-looking couple. They look like Hitler's dream. There you go. Right? Mm-hmm. Very Midwest look. Midwest corn-eating people. Mm-hmm. Nice-looking people. What do we think? I got I got a few so what, ideas. what was the question? Basically, she wants to know, like, what the fuck is going on? I And I do understand what she's... Her question, and it's a lot of questions girls have, where they're... <laughs> The vagueness of they're, a guy. Well, they're, they're the detective. They're like, I got all the stuff here. Right. I got a guy who likes my personality, the guy who likes to fuck me. Why won't he just be with me? Mm-hmm. And she's right. She's not crazy for wondering that. And it's a um, it's a thing. Of, it's, a, it's a guy thing. It's a guy thing of saying, I'm not... An outside cat, I'm an indoor cat now. Yeah. Putting it away. Putting away the the but, variable of going out. And this guy... But it doesn't I, sound like this dude's a player, though. It doesn't sound it's, like he's like, a player. There's not much settling but down I, if he's only been with one other girl. I like and... that she's, like, turned him into this, like, you know, Nick Cage guy where, he, like, yeah, he's been hurt before. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. like, girls like to, like... Th- Creating that story for him, maybe that's the case, but she's totally avoiding the other thing that might be the case. By her saying, he's been hurt before, I'm, I'm sure he doesn't want to get hurt again. Right. Like, this isn't well, maybe it's, fucking a war movie. Yeah. You know, it, it like, could be my thing of like, he doesn't want to be in a relationship with you. Well, this is, the, well, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, maybe he wants to be in it. I think he likes what's going on right now, but he also thinks there's the. He, it might be, yes, I've had a bad. I have a bad history with chicks getting hurt. That might be it. More likely is what you and I are saying. Or more likely. I mean, dude's also 20, 21, right? This is what he's saying. So he's like, I'm not going to be 21 and getting married. I'm not going to get married to the second girl I fucked, am I? At the same time, why are you but he buying might everything for this girl? Why are you what? Why is he paying for everything all the time? Well, no, because he's, this is his girlfriend. And yeah. He just doesn't want to admit it. So yeah. he's saying, he's saying, I, it's like, it's like when you feel sick and you don't want to get the, go to the doctor because you don't want to hear that you have something. Right. She doesn't want to hear that he has a girlfriend. He knows he has a girlfriend, but he doesn't want to believe it because he also doesn't want to look at someone in the face and be like, he knows it's going to come to an end or it maybe feels that way. And also it's this idea of like 2017, there's a bar in your pocket. You know, he doesn't want to go just turn his head on the idea of this fun Tinder bar, Bumble bar that's in his pocket. This, he doesn't sound like a. Like, but he doesn't sound like that. Dude, but I think all guys in their heart of hearts are that way. Like, where it's just like, yeah, because he also knows that the friendship. Mm-hmm. It's the friendship where he's like, if I go in full, full on, this is my girlfriend, that immediately says goodbye to this being a friendship at any point in the future. And that's not true necessarily. But it's how he sees it. Yeah. I mean, you got to be willing to write off that friendship. He already has. Yeah. That's the thing he doesn't want to face. The friendship's over. Right. You know, they've already, they've done a year. They've been together a year, basically. And the friendship is done. There's going to be an ending that's going to suck. And his little sidebar of like, but we're not, there's no label. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm still pissed off at you. You still fuck me and struck me along. Right, like if they did... he's a, he's being a pussy is yeah, what I'm saying. I'm, not, done, I'm, yeah. I'm like, like I'm not saying I'm not defending him. I'm saying this is a lot. I've been in his situation where I'm like, I'll subtly, ca- casually ignore this whole idea of us going together. At the same time, I am pussy, pussying out on really digging into being in this relationship. 
Right. Well, and it's kind of like time served on the relationship that that like if yeah. it, if it winds up being official, like it's not she's not going to say we've been together for three months. No, we've no, been, yeah, been together for a year, a and year months. already. Yeah. We've done this. Time I, served. It counts towards the time, sentence. <laughs> so you're absolutely right. I think. Um, I think she. Then, like, what's the advice? Like, I, I mean, she doesn't want to ruin this thing. She doesn't want to put him away. But like, I think you just keep digging in. As a girl, the best thing you can do is not bring this up and just be the best party. He's still coming home with you. I think the confidence of like, yeah, he's obviously coming home with me. He can't get other, he's not going for other chicks. Yeah. You know, like, it's, and even letting him, the best, the girls that get in the best relationships I always kind of find is like, you can't get it. Like a guy being like, yeah, we're, you know, we're kind of like hooking up. And then, laughing at the thought of him trying to hook up. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah, good luck out there, yeah, stupid. Have fun. Watch how fun... Look, you know, like, like if she ever looked at him and was like, and he was like, yeah, I'm just going to go out with my buddies, and she was like, yeah, good luck hooking up. Right. He would be... He would go out and try to hook up and fail miserably. Right. And he would come, wear that stupid tuxedo. Yeah, come crawling <laughs> back to you. So I, I think for her, it's like, yeah, everything you're saying, you're not crazy. He likes you. He's a he's a pussy. Yeah, I got my first girlfriend because she told me she was my girlfriend. Yeah, was like all right, well, you know, the... guys are simple animals. Now like, she's my girlfriend. Exactly, yeah. and it's like this guy is just like you or I, where it's like, yeah, I can't get any other girls. Like I want to believe I can, but I'm like spending all my time with you, and I'm enjoying my time with you. I just don't want to admit it because it's like, fuck, that means I'm like out of the game. And there is a little bit of sadness to every guy when they tap out. Yeah. No guy. Well, but it, it's you know, the but, same but thing. But this dude's not going to go on like a hookup no, sprint. He's not going to. Because that's, that's like, you know, what, what dudes that are like, that are, are, are good with the Tinder and the Bumbles. Like, Watch. I, I'm about to get in a relationship. I have to hook up with yeah, five Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't going to happen for him. Yeah, that's, no. what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, for you're her, done. laugh at the idea of him hooking up. Here. Give him credit for time served. Give him credit for time served. And also, it's the difference between when a girl gets engaged and a guy gets engaged. A guy gets engaged, what do you say? Fuck. <laughs> what do your friends say? Your friend's like, nice, man. Yeah. Expected it. Right. Not really surprised. Yeah. There's not a saw lot of surprise. Coming. Saw that coming. Good for you. When's the wedding? It's a very normal conversation when a guy gets engaged. When a girl gets engaged, the, the, the whole pitch of that room is about to change. The yeah. pitch, it is, it's like it's like a choreographed end zone dance. Right. She's got the lineman. <laughs> She's got handshakes with every lineman. Right. She's got you know the receivers coming in and doing a shuck and jive. Right. They're doing a whole thing. I watched a girl get engaged, and I watched the engagement party. I was at a bar having lunch, just like biding my time having a day and this girl walks in with all her friends and they're like ah! and she's holding up the ring as uh, if it's the super bowl trophy uh, they're dancing they're having a blast kicking in the middle music on the mom is is, is dancing in the middle all uh, of a sudden you look to the right of the bar it's just all the dudes at this <laughs> engagement party just <laughs> sipping their beer being like so did you see the Packers game? You know, like it wasn't yeah. even like uh, they, they didn't even look like anything had happened that day. Right. And these girls look like it was literally Dion Sanders who before the game was like, okay, you're going to be dancing over there. Mom, we're going to bring you on the field. Bring the walker because we're going to uh, do a whole walker bit. And then I'm going to raise the football over yeah, our head while we serotonin all Serotonin levels through the roof. It's crazy. So I, it, I, that's, that's a funny thing, too, with uh, especially – I, I first noticed it at, at a, a homecoming when I was like 23. So it was mm. like a couple years out of college. And a couple that we went to school with had a baby. And when this baby hit, the girls went bananas. Yeah, dudes were like, ah. yeah, <laughs> different reaction. There's di that's it's the thing. Chemical. What, what you it's get? A chemical. A, a, deep reaction. It's a deep reaction. It's also like, what what are you getting out of it? Like, it's like when you post a picture on Instagram. Like, you get the likes. Those likes feel good. Dopamine mm. goes off in your brain. It's a good feeling. Same thing with the engagement. 
Girls get a good feel. There's something to gain with it. When you get in a relationship, the girls are all excited for you. They're happy. Yeah. For a guy, there's the dopamine doesn't even go off. There's no it's the same. The Tuesday after the label goes on is the same as the Monday before the label went on. Right. So, you just have a big ass party to plan. And, and that's the thing. So and it's just you just got one more for guys, it's just one more guy calling you gay. <laughs> you know? And for girls, it is celebrate good times. Come on. Yeah. So Podcast at gmail.com Podcast at gmail.com Richie Redding thank you for coming on yes sir man thanks for having me it's such fun. a pleasure at Richie Redding on Twitter and Instagram uh, he's got a podcast War Stories I just did it go listen to my episode you'll see what it's all about yeah. uh, Tuesdays on iTunes Stitcher all that stuff I'm Jared Freed we'll do news next uh, next episode but we'll be back next episode boom this has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom. Boom.